0: Welcome to the podcast Loving on Purpose. I'm your host, Bonnie Lyman. If you're having trouble navigating through your relationships with your adult children, if you are struggling to connect with them or having specific challenges, you're in the right place. Hey, 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 this is episode 19. Self-pity is never helpful. Well, I know that's true, but I don't always want to agree with it. Seems like I've been whining a lot lately, just kind of tired of being cold. But I'm glad I'm here with you today. I'm glad I woke up. I'm glad for all the good things in my life. I am glad to share this message with you today, and I thank all of you that have responded to me that these podcasts are giving you some helpful tips of how to navigate a more meaningful connection, a better feeling connection with your adult children. I think I need to start off by just reminding everybody that when our adult children are adults, what I meant to say, when our children became adults, we've got a lot of adult opinions when we all get together. And that's one of the main reasons. And we still kind of have this idea in the back of our minds that we're either more adult or that because we're the parent, we have a little hierarchy in our preferences and opinions. But that is not right. And really, we don't want it that way. I think we would all agree that we have learned things from our kids. I next want to mention before we get started here that if you're not on my email list, you really need to get on that. It comes out every Thursday. I call it thursday And so you can look for that, and it's just short little tidbits of information. Now, I know a lot of you are already on it, but I encourage you to get your friend's to get on that email also. There's no obligation, and I'm just trying to put out some helpful tips, things that can help us train our brains that we can live a happier life despite what's going on with our adult children. I also want to remind you that things never stay the same. So if it's going good right now, super good, you may want to keep listening to these podcasts because it may not change. But hopefully, you'll be able to learn what to do when things kind of go south on you. I also want to emphasize when I say things don't always stay the same, It's not to get so terminal in our thinking that because things aren't really good right now doesn't mean they can't get better and it certainly doesn't mean that they're going to get worse. Just like little baby birds eventually fly from the nest, our children they grow up and seem to literally fly away from our home. And just like birds, they don't often remember or have many thoughts about what they are leaving behind. And just like birds, our children probably don't remember a lot of the tools we try to teach them and give them about how to survive on their own in life. They just fly away loving all the freedom that they're having, and don't really know the impact of the type of family life they were raised in. Unlike birds though, we humans have very sophisticated brains that in turn cause us to have opinions and emotions that really can cause all sorts of complications in our relationships with our adult children. Unlike birds, we are very dynamic creatures, but that is to our benefit, and that means that we're always changing, and that things that don't seem so good right now doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be that way years, from now, or maybe just even months from now, because we change. We're all figuring out this thing called life. A lot of times, I think we look upon things as problems, and really, it's just life, just figuring out life and how to navigate through it without being much, having been given much guidance or what to expect or guarantees that it can become more complex. And sometimes we make it more complex or because we think of it as being complex, which it can't be, we think it's a problem. But remember, life is 50-50. 50 50 of it's going to be good and not very hard, and 50 of it is going to be a struggle and a little more difficult. When baby birds fly away, I really don't know if they have any more contact with one another or not. Do they come back and visit their families? I don't think so. I think because... They have such a small primitive brain. Mama and Papa bird just start the routine of mating, nest building, egg laying, and hatching their eggs and caring for those little birdies the best they can. There are no opinions or emotions to get in the way of carrying on with their lives when their little birds leave the nest i'm betting some of their previous young become great nest builders and i bet some fail at it completely but this doesn't interfere with them having a productive life they just move forward With their purpose in life, and that merely is to survive, to eat, and lay more eggs. But we humans, because of our capacity to feel, often get stuck in the emotion of self pity when our children are making poor choices, especially when our friends' children are making wise choices tend to want to be jealous, to covet, to feel guilty. All these emotions that don't make us feel good and are totally not necessary because what our children are doing most of the time has very little to do with the influence that we had on them so we go into this mode of self-pity poor me self-pity in the oxford dictionary is defined as excessive self-absorbed unhappiness over one's own troubles and so self-pity may show up as embarrassment mean we go to the place of what do others think about me since I have these children that are not being very responsible in life or whatever you're going through. I have a soft spot in my heart for the mothers of those children who have gone into schools, especially, and murdered people. What must they be thinking? Even though none of it was their fault, I'm sure they go to that place of wondering what they could have done to have spared these other parents pain and agony. So self pity shows up as embarrassment. It also shows up as disappointment. I and the thought behind that may be, I taught them better than this. Sometimes it shows up as being self-righteous. I know what's best, so I need to fix them. And it also, self-pity also goes into judging them, and so that is, oftentimes creates us to have fear, thinking the thought life is going to be difficult for them. But in this life, there are no guarantees. And so we can only focus on those things that we do have control over. That is us, that is our thoughts. That is, who do we want to be? Just when our children need understanding and a listening ear, we sometimes go into feeling that self-pity. We are self-absorbing. We become so focused on our needs not being met because our expectations were not fulfilled that we lose interest and focus on really what the needs of our children are. It may look they are doing what they want to do now that there's not a parent to stop them, but they do have a need to do what they are doing. It's just not a want. It is a need. And wouldn't it be interesting to find out what that need is? We need to learn how to, how to have a loving conversation with no agenda in it. To have a conversation with them where the only agenda is to understand and to show them and tell them that we love them. When do you begin having thoughts about doing this? Maybe a question that you would ask them. When did you begin to have thoughts that you weren't going to go to college or that you were going to be a ski bum for a couple of years or maybe go camp out in Hawaii? Just have some genuine curiosity. How does it make you feel? Are you happy that you're choosing to live this lifestyle? And then another thing we can ask on anything is tell me more. Tell me more about why you like living this way. I believe all that my church teaches us in the way that our savior would have us live. I believe it is a great path to follow to happiness, but I also believe in agency. People who think differently are going to have different opinions and perspectives, and so they're going to have different feelings and if they have different feelings then they're going to make different choices our children are not us they are their own being with their own right to think and do whatever they want my obligation as a parent was to rear my children in righteousness and i believe to teach them the teachings of Jesus Christ and to love them as hard as I could. But this same agency allows them to do whatever they want when they become an adult, just as that agency allowed me to teach my children however I wanted to teach them. When we start having pity for ourselves for the choices our kids are making, we are being self-righteous. We are not following the teachings of Jesus Christ that admonishes us to unconditionally love our children. We could translate this into meaning we are not seeing the deity in our children. We are judging their behavior, and then we are putting conditions on our love for them. We might even say that, no, I'll always love our children. But we can test ourselves and know if we are truly loving our children, is if We can feel good. It doesn't mean condone their behavior. It just means not to condemn their behavior, but seek to understand. And when we love them, love just loves. Love just feels good. If we're feeling self-pity because we're making our children's behavior mean we weren't good enough parents, We need to give equal airtime in our minds of all the ways we were good parents. No, we weren't perfect parents, but we were good parents. We purposely tried to do a good job as parents, and that's how you know if you were a good parent. We need to move from feeling pity for ourselves to feeling a little compassion for ourselves, that we're beating ourselves up, that we're blaming ourselves for the way our children are acting. You know you're a good parent if you can answer yes to these questions. I taught my kids right from wrong. I showed my kids I loved them the only way I knew how. I did my best. So if you can say yes to this, you passed the parent test. Could we have done better? Probably. But we did the best we knew how at that time in our lives. If we knew a better way, we would have... Done it. But when we have self pity, that we feel sorry for ourselves for the behavior of our children, it leaves us stuck and suffering. But if we have compassion for ourselves and for our children, then that will help move you forward. To loving your children in the way that they need your love right now. Your child is probably having an experience that he or she can grow from. Yes, there may be some painful consequences, but we don't want to rob them of figuring things out for themselves. There are lessons to be learned from these negative consequences that they'll have or might have in their life from these experiences that they can have in no other way. And we don't want them to miss out on learning these lessons. And it can be painful watching your children suffer the consequences of their choices. But that is natural, and that is a clean pain. When we are in disappointment or resentment or judgment, those are not necessary. We just need to focus on what we need to be doing to be a more loving parent. You never can love a child too much because love always wins. You will be the circumstance in their lives that shows them what a person who unconditionally love looks like. So let's get out of self-pity and let's get out of focusing more on how I can be more supportive and more loving to my children right now. Thank you for listening. Go to bonnieliman.com if you want some extra help with this. If you know of somebody that could benefit from listening to this episode, I encourage you to pass it on. And I hope you all have a good week, and I look forward to talking to you then. If you're finding your relationships with your adult children are not anything like what you expected, I can help you. You don't have to be stuck in feelings of pain resentment, disappointment, or even all those unfulfilled expectations, really nothing has gone wrong. You just need to learn what your role is and how to manage your thoughts so that you know how to create happiness and love for your children regardless of what their behavior is. Go to BonnieLyman.com and book a call let's chat. And after talking to me on a free consult for 60 minutes, you will know exactly what direction you need to be taking.